Hi, welcome to the Hobby Collision uh, Walking Dead show. I'm Chris, and with me we got Christina Roby. Hello. And we also have Hayden Lane. What up, y'all? And they're going to do a quick recap for me on what's been going on with The Walking Dead. So I uh, figure we'll go ahead and do a recap on uh, what's been happening in Season 6 of The Walking Dead. Basically, uh, the way it started wasn't super exciting. Well, I guess the way it started was kind of funky because they had the episode where it was going back and forth between present and past, black and white, but they discovered the big amount of zombies in the quarry or whatever and were trying to figure out a way to get them away from Alexandria. And so that's the town they're in. Oh, my gosh, Chris. Oh, that was in the other season, right? Okay, never mind. Keep going. uh, as they're trying to do that, they kind of get split up, and this leads into the next episode because they've got this elaborate plan on how they want to try to lead the zombies like 20 miles away or whatever. And they get split up because the wolves come and try to raid Alexandria while everyone's gone. And so cool. the horn goes off, which breaks off half of the herd and sends them towards Alexandria. Then everybody gets split up. Of course, there's the Glenn scare where they're in the town where everybody figured Glenn was dead. And I personally all along figured what happened where Nicholas fell on top of him. I figured that was what happened because, for one, there's no way you can kill off a character like Glenn and still leave 15 minutes of the show Nobody's safe, though. Nobody's safe. But I'm saying as main of a character as he is and has been, that's not something where you – Kill him and then Anyways, going and obviously Rick cut his hand and a lot of people thought because in the comics he's supposed to lose his hand that that was going to be the end of his hand, but obviously he still has his hand. So you keep going and they get back to Alexandria. Rick and uh, not Rick, Morgan and Carol are fending off the wolves. Um, the truck had crashed into the tower, obviously bringing zombies towards them. So when they get the wolves all killed or ran off, except for the one that Morgan has chained in a basement, um, I, the, I feel uh, like tire... you shut up. You haven't seen it. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just saying though. I feel like they, they should have quick killed, uh, Carol off a long time ago. They're just uh, torturing everybody, keeping Carol in there. As far as I know, I mean, I haven't read the comics, but I know a little bit, and she's supposed to go, she's supposed to make it a long ways throughout the comics. Technically, Glenn is supposed to die mm-hmm. in this season, but I don't, I don't know if he will or not. We'll just have to see. Well, they've Probably, casted his killer, so you know it's coming eventually. That's true. I've heard a theory that they're not, they're going to kill Daryl off instead of Glenn. They're going to replace those two. Oh, man, people are going to murder them if they do that. Yeah, Literally, AMC is going to get burned down. If they, but I also heard, I don't know if this is true or not, because, again, I haven't read him, that Daryl is not even in the comics, or if he is, he's supposed to die super early. No, He's not in the comics. Him. They made him up. Cause yeah, they made he, him. yeah, he auditioned for Merle, and the director liked him so much that they decided to give him his own, cre- like, they created his own character for him. Gotcha. See, I didn't know oh. that. But and I've heard people video. talking about, I mean, that gives him that gives that character the advantage of they don't ever have to kill him if they don't want to, but I've heard people talking about instead of killing Glenn, they're going to kill Daryl, which would freaking flip people out more than what happened when the supposed Glenn death died. Mm-hmm. Or supposed Glenn death. But uh, anyways, you keep going. At this point, everybody's inside Alexandria. 
all the walkers are around the walls and everything is seeming to be okay minus I, Abraham, Daryl. Obviously, there was that episode where Abraham, Daryl, and uh, whatever the black girl's name is, I can't even Sasha. remember. Sasha. Sasha, there you go. Mm-hmm. Were uh, out dealing with those people in the weird burnt forest joint. That wasn't, I guess that was that was a bit, pretty big episode, but to the entire story, it didn't have much effect. Um, so, and then they're still out running around outside of Alexandria. Most recently, the mid-season finale, the wall collapsed and the walkers got in. So they spent, all the characters spent their time getting inside buildings, trying to hide from them. Um, crazy old lady, De- uh, Deanna, she got bit. So I thought her, de- I thought her, I thought her death scene was kind of cool. I, I was sitting there like, let's see if AMC messes this up because she had the revolver and I'm like, I count six shots. Okay, now what's she going to do? Is she going to shoot herself with an invisible bullet? What's going to happen? But, no, they played that out cool, and it was, it was pretty good. So then, obviously, at the end, uh, Rick and the people that were with him employed the old cover-yourself-in-guts strategy. And oh, right. left, we left off with that stupid little kid of the hot blonde girl uh, <laughs> saying, Mom? 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 And it's hey, like, what? are you kidding me? I'm freaking girl. What happened to her old name? To he what? Got, he, he, got die in, he died in season five, right? Yeah, Rick capped him. Oh, okay. All right. So yeah, and then that oh, yeah, I think um, uh, the wolf in the basement, because Carol and Morgan were uh, kind of going at each other. The wolf in the basement ran off with the nurse girl, which depressed. Oh, Denise. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. Yeah. And I guess the one episode I forgot because it hasn't played along with the main story. What's going on? But there was the episode right after Thank You, the episode where Glenn looked like he died, mm-hmm. where completely dedicated to Morgan and his story. So I forgot about that, but that happened. That was a really cool episode, in my opinion. It was an excellent episode. I loved that one. All right, okay. so what's... So what's we, been basically, we basically just did a whole show in like five minutes. <laughs> well, I'm going to keep talking. So... Uh, <laughs> Woman, Chris. What well, you got the end of it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Keep going. Woman, Chris. What's been your favorite episode of the season? Um, probably the, <laughs> the woman, one that Chris. I watched. Not woman, Chris. Yeah, oh probably. my gosh, you're not a woman, Chris. I'm a woman, Chris. <laughs> um, Wait, it's calling <laughs> Christina. Jeez. Do you really? It's funny or the other. My personal favorite has been actually the Morgan backstory because um, he had such a dramatic change between his um, his hiatus that we were like, who the heck is this basic, basically a Jedi in The Walking Dead? Like, where did he come from? Like, because the Morgan we knew back in the day was a little bonkers at that one point. So it was yeah, cool to finally get closure on that. Yeah, I thought they played that out pretty good because... It was, you know, kind of left everybody with questions because, you know, you see him in episode one and then you don't see him again till like season three. And in season three, he's crazy. He stabs Rick. He's gone bonkers. And then he just kind of, you know, it's kind of cool how uh, kind of sprinkled in every once in a while. They throw it in or they threw in a little bit of him somewhere kind of catching up with the group. Yeah. And kind of wondered 
what happened in between there, and that was pretty cool that they uh, played that episode out like they did. And it was a, it was a good the episode was plotted well too. I I liked how it went. It was just it was cool to get the backstory, but they just not even because of the backstory. They just did a very quality job on that episode. Yeah, even like just how the scenes played out were really cool. The videography and and stuff, the way they choreographed it was really awesome. They did good work. The show was really good good at that. Yeah, the show's ridiculously good at that type of stuff. Yeah, I mean they like the scene and the scenes and different things. I mean, like basically all of it, costumes, all that crap. You'd be hard pressed to just produce a more quality show than what they've done with The Walking Dead. They've done a oh yeah job piecing it together and getting the story to flow as well as it as well as it has and especially seeing it's only on cable. I mean, mm-hmm. you'd think it'd be a you know lower something, budget show or something. Something that they're doing that not a lot of shows have been doing is really exploring um, what it means to be human and that we're a lot more dangerous than the idea of walkers. Like that's always been the the yeah. the line that they give is that the real like underlying piece yeah, of the whole show. Yeah. The real danger is in the humans and I've always loved shows that aren't afraid of painting us as the bad guys, you know? It's cool. Yeah. Which is like I was at, I was at a buddy's house the other night and I got him hooked on the show and he's right at season three or he's in the middle of season three, and that's obviously where the go- the whole deal with the governor, and that oh, yeah. really showed the whole part where, you know, it's more humans causing the issues and humans being yeah. the most dangerous compared to the walkers in that season. So, I mean, yeah, they've done a good job keeping that kind of underlying theme going throughout the show. Because even even, like, season five was probably one of my favorite seasons, and, you know, you obviously had to, at the very beginning, um, the guy, the little group that, like, the cannibals, mm-hmm. you had them, and that they they did a good job of intermingling uh, people, or they've done a good job, I mean, intermingling people throughout the show, kind of keeping that underlying theme that people can be the most, are the most dangerous, even over the walkers, so, yeah. Yeah, and that's really what makes the the show so great, which basically what you're saying but like the the post-apocalyptic thing like if it was just zombies and they only focused on zombies as mainstream as zombies are it would get you know super old and it's like uh i think it's because if you look at it like like i've been playing a lot of fallout which is a post-apocalyptic type game as well but you know they have death claws and they have all these like crazy creatures that could kill you so that makes it interesting, but when you're dealing with just walkers, they're kind of they're kind of slow, right? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. So they may not be able to scare you as much as some things, but those people definitely scare you, you know. Yeah, I think that yeah. it's a it's a interesting place we've entered as a media, as a whole. You know, like that we're we're slowly starting to look inside ourselves for the monsters in our tales instead of just looking at things that we can say, oh, that's the monster, that's the monster. Instead, now we're saying, oh, maybe we're the monsters that we need to pay attention to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I had a, I had a few questions because I did watch the, let's see, I've seen two episodes. Um, I can't remember. I remember when we were going to start it, Hayden? 
And I watched one. I'm not sure what episode that was. That would have been the very, that have been the very first one, I think. The one where it was going back and forth between black and white. The uh, no, it was in between black and white and just color. It was in, it was what? It was in between because we were gonna start on the most current one, so I just jumped ahead and then. Well, well what happened in the episode, and we'll talk about it. Jeez, <laughs> oh, it's been like a little while. Well, I, I sure as crap don't know what it is then. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not. I was. We don't have to talk about it, but I was just trying to say I've seen two, and then I just saw the final, which we could definitely talk about. But it's I have. Well, I had a question. Why the freak is Carl so white? I mean, did that guy put on a bunch of like white lotion on, or what? Like, what is he sick? What the heck's going on? <laughs> Oh, you're wanting to know why he's still white when he's been out in the wilderness so much? Yeah, I mean, there should be a suntan something. (laughs) Well, you know, some of us are Irish and Scottish, and we don't tan worth nothing. It doesn't matter how much we're in the sun. So my assumption is it's just genetics, but you might be onto something. He might have something like a sickness or something. Yeah, because white is that lady that was in the deathbed where all the zombies came in or whatever. Mm-hmm. I I kind of agree with the whole like, I mean he's an actor. It's not it's not the actual show. It's not real life. And I'd probably agree with you know her saying genetic. You know maybe he's got something in him where you know he doesn't tan easy. I mean I'm like I've got a, <laughs> well, I've got I've got Indian blood in me a little bit. I mean I don't look it. I freaking look like a Jew. I promise. <laughs> but I'm 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 not. I am uh, I've got Indian in me and I so I tan really easily and obviously I mean he's an actor if he doesn't get tan outside of doing the show I mean he's not going to get tan in the show so I don't know I don't well, think that I guess I... my point is because I haven't seen much of the episodes I don't know if there's something going on and so that's why I was wondering but I don't remember him being that um, same color when he, he was a kid maybe I just didn't notice I mean hmm. growing up a little bit, quite a bit they, didn't, they didn't focus him on him very much, but that was another kind of cool thing that I kind of it brought to my attention when I was rewatching uh, parts of season three with my friend uh, over the weekend. Was you know it's kind of cool if you think about the like the growth of the characters like Rick and how he's changed, and mm-hmm. you know there's people that have been somewhat constant like Glenn has been constant to the idea of he does not want to kill people, and I don't think he's killed a person throughout the entire show. And you go well, I take that back. I think he stabbed a guy with like a zombie bone and one of the episodes but yeah like, but that happens i mean like, like the most like relax. the most growth you've seen in a character is probably carl because i mean he starts off as this little kid who's scared of everything and mm-hmm. evolves into what he is now which is this freaking <laughs> teenage yeah. boy that can slays so <laughs> yeah and they've tried to push that for a while like who is carl becoming and he's looking at his dad and all that stuff, which, you know, has been an interesting, um, and they're probably not done, they're probably not done with it either, but. No, well, you know, he's supposed to lose his eye eventually. Supposed to what? Supposed to lose, lose his eye. eye. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, there's a, a book that I had for one of my classes, and they had a theory in it, um, it was called The Psych of the Watch Walking Dead, and it had a theory that maybe the story is being told as Carl being the main character instead of Rick, as some people think. And that was, ever since I read that article, now I'm just like, oh, that's interesting. 
So it makes sense to me why he, if he is the center of the episodes, why he would have the most growth. Yeah, and it's really changed to that for sure, because you got to kill the main character off eventually, you would think, right? Well, I figure by the time they decide to kill Rick, everybody else will just about have been dead and they'll end the show at that point. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, okay, what's up with all the Fallout music? Did you notice all the the like 1940s, 1950s music in that last episode? Well, that was the only episode they played it in, and I think that just goes off because of that kid's got like an old, uh, whatever you call him, player, and he's listening to... Discs oh, I, or thought, whatever. I thought that that was a really um, the tiptoe through the tulips song. That was a really good nod to like classic horror films, like Insidious. Yep. That that's what made it really infamous was Insidious. And oh, I don't yeah. even like horror films, and I thought that was cool. <laughs> so, okay, but that is something that we need to talk about though. And I, I watched the mid-season finale twice because um, why not? It was so good. <laughs> but you know, there's that scene where that kid's drawing, and they've got the 1940s, 50s music going, but then there's oh, all the ants, the ants. Through the window. and what do you think that alludes to? Personally, I think it alludes to because they were busting, they were coming in through the window that it was supposed to allude to the walkers coming in through the wall mm-hmm. and swarm. That's what I kind of thought. Or they want. have walker blood in them. Hmm? They have walker blood in them. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> the insects. They haven't shown yeah. any infestation through animals yet, so. Uh, until I, they do that, I wouldn't suspect zombie ants. No. I, I'm, <laughs> just trying to, I'm just trying to... I mean, I guess when I said that, I'm open to all theories, but... Yeah, but if the nuke goes off somewhere... I don't know. Maybe not. I think it's a symbolism, personally, um, because okay. ants are very much symbols of decay. Like, where there are ants, there's something that is needing to be taken care of, like a dead body or, or food that's been left out. You know, they're kind of the cleaner-uppers of of nature. And so whenever I see ants in a movie, um, to me, it usually symbolizes that something is being broken apart. Something is needing taken care of. To me, yeah, it symbolizes the, the last Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> no, I'm just, uh... That makes sense. <laughs> Sorry, Hayden, what were you saying? I was just going to agree with her and say, yeah, I mean, it, I agree with that. So I thought, I thought, you know, that, and I kind of figured it might have been. I mean, I guess we knew because if you if you watched the episode before, obviously that you sh- they show the uh, fence be- or the walls being busted down. But I think it it's a little allusion to you know what was coming. So I thought it, I thought they did good there. And the first time I watched it, I didn't think about it a whole lot, but I watched it again a second time and kind of was like, wow, they actually like meant to do that and meant to have a meaning behind that. So that's cool. Oh yeah. I don't think anything goes on that show without some sort of hidden meaning. No, not at all. They're very thorough about that. They are. They know what they're doing. There's no, they don't wing it at all when it comes to that show. They, they have everything planned out and they know what they want to do. I have a, I don't know if it's necessarily a, in fact, I'm not going to call it that, but is the, chick that plays Abraham's, I don't know, girlfriend, I guess you'd say? Rosita or whatever? Huh? Rosita? Yeah, I can't remember her name. That sounds right, though. But, um, yeah, is she the same actress all the way through? Because to me, she seemed like at one point she looked a little different. No, I think she's the same actress. Um, yeah. Personally. I, so, oh, okay. let, me, let 
let me ask you guys something because I, I don't remember about her. I was watching it and I was sitting there scratching my head like, where did she come in at? She came in with Tara, right? When uh, the governor was in that apartment with yeah. the little girl. She came, she, no, she came she in was, with Abraham. She, she was one of the soldiers. Okay. Yeah, that's, yeah. Right. that's right. It's just I kind of got lost there because I, I couldn't – you're right. I remember now. She was mm-hmm. with Abraham. But I, I just remember the whole deal with Tara, and she had multiple people with her. And I, for some reason, my brain thought that she came in at that point. But, yeah, you're right. That's yeah. why I asked because I, I couldn't remember. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. been kind of MIA for a lot of episodes lately. And okay. There's- you know when they break into the house at the end? I think it's the one that, that oh yeah, it's where that lady is, that where they start coming towards her at that room. Yeah, cause that yeah they yeah. Right when they start breaking in, there's there's a zombie, that literally, has same of the same markings as Darth Maul. Are you serious? Yeah. No. Well, it really? looked, to me it looked like enough. I mean, they're not red and black, but I mean, I could definitely kind of see it. Hmm. Uh, it could be a uh, universal marketing uh, disguise technique for Star Wars coming up, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Like, are there, is there any connection between the directors or anything like that? No, I'm just bringing it up for the fun of it. But I don't know. Not that I looked it up. There could be, I guess. Or they could just be fans of Star Wars, or it could be an accident. <laughs> I guess. Or you're, or you're just you're seeing things. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't exact, but it was enough that I could kind of be like, "Hey, that kind of looks like Darth Maul." After you watch it, and look except for. without the horns. Perhaps you are, as the psychologists say, primed for finding Star Wars things in other media now, because of it coming out. Well, <laughs> so- only if I see Wookies or any Yodas on on set. So let's talk, no. let's talk about that guy that has it out for Carl and almost, well, basically got that house raided. The other kid. I can't Ron. think of names. Yeah, Ron, there you go. Yeah. I can't think of names right now. Let's go and talk about him a little bit, I guess. He, oh man, I, something is wrong with that kid. Like, there's, there's something going on. The freaking dad was crazy. Ron's crazy. The little boy's crazy. The wife is the mom. Jesse's the only like sane one. Or is she? <laughs> it's true. Know, she's the freaking. The way I don't she, even. Who cares? No, I'm just messing. I'm just messing. Like I'm telling you, but, I was like screaming at my TV, and they're walking out, and that stupid little kid keeps saying "mom." I'm like, bro, you gotta be kidding me. Shut up. Yeah, and, I was like, angry. At this point, if I was part of that group, I'd have friggin' thrown him into the walkers and left. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, uh, Carl, Carl's supposed to lose his eye, and I kept figuring, because Ron had that, kept getting ready to freaking shoot him in the face, I figured that was how Carl was going to lose his eye, but now I don't know what's going to happen. So, yeah, Ron's a little turd. That's all I know. Chewbacca's going to chew it off on set. You're just oh, hey, really hoping um, for a Star Wars crossover, aren't you? <laughs> Hey, it'd be awesome. Get a hey, lightsaber to light up all those zombies. That'd be awesome. Book you like, my... It'd be like playing, uh, what was that zombies game? Dead Rising? Mm-hmm. It'd be like Dead Rising 3 if, if a lightsaber just came in there. And... Well, you know that, like... Lit up some zombies. 
Go ahead, Hayden. You might be interested in this, Chris. I don't know what it's called, but I know there was a book that my friend read, and uh, it's basically a Star Wars zombies. It's like a zombie Star Wars. I mean, it's about these. It's obviously not about like any main characters, but it's supposed to be like a side story about how they're on this ship, mm. and somebody's got this crazy infection, and the next thing you know, they're on this. It's it's like dead space almost, and they're freaking like on this ship, and everybody's turning into zombies and like going crazy. And you might be interested in it. I read well, a you had, bit of it. Cool. You had me at ship, frankly, but then you said infection, <laughs> and then you said, uh, "Wait, what was the last thing you said?" Oh my gosh. Yeah, oh, oh, Dead Space, right. Okay, yeah. You had me right there. Well, that sounds it, awesome. Yeah, it was cool. I don't remember what it was called, but I'm sure if you look up like Zombie Star Wars book, you'll find it. Was it called Anyways, Star Zombies? It was not called Star Wars Zombies. Star <laughs> Zombies. You know. Anyways, what were y'all saying before we got sidetracked? <laughs> um, I have no idea. Okay, well then let's uh, talk about Gabriel, I guess, because he's kind of turning into a little less of a doucher, I guess. I know, I know, but we're trying to have fun too, you know. Well, I know, I was just saying, you know, I'm trying to give us content to talk about, and Gabriel's kind of, you know, for the while he was a little chicken, and he was actually like, he had blood on his machete, which means he was killing something. He told Rick he wasn't going to turn back, and Rick trusted him. So he cut himself a bit. (laughs) At that moment, I was just like, really, right now, you're telling him that? Like, it just seems so random the way they put that in there to me. I don't know. Him just grabbing Rick and being like, hey, I won't turn back. Like, cool, I'm going to go take care of things now, you know? I guess it kind of made sense because they were trying to show that they're trying to make Gabriel a braver character. But uh, it was weird placement because we haven't... Since that episode where like Sasha was getting ready to shoot him in season five, he has mm-hmm. not been involved anywhere. He hasn't even said a line since yeah. that episode. So it was a weird time for him to say that. Yeah, it's like, oh, now we're talking about this? Okay. Where the heck is Sasha? That's a good question. I don't think I saw her in that last episode. She's with Abraham. And oh, okay. Yeah, and Daryl. Whatever the gas tanker. Oh, yeah, I didn't see Daryl either. I can't believe. Oh it. man! Speaking of Sasha and Abraham, what the heck? I mean, wasn't he with Rosita? Well, Abraham's just uh-huh. a player. Yes. She's <laughs> gonna be so ticked when they get back, man. Wait, well, I don't know. Sasha not know this. Or no, she doesn't care. Abra- Abraham. Dude in the world. Maybe. She may not care. I mean. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Abraham's. I don't know. It's like I didn't. That was weird because. All the traumatic stuff that happened to Sasha with Bob and uh, Tyrese. And, you know, I kind of figured... Because I thought she was going to, like, kill herself for a while. And then she kind of mellowed out real quick. And now her and Abraham are, like, getting freaky. So, I don't know. <laughs> Wow. Way to rebound, I guess. She, right? I don't know if it's rebound on on his part. Because, I mean, he didn't get broken up with. But it might oh, be yeah. a kind of a rebound for her, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. He was and very Rosita, direct with her. Yeah, pretty well was like, hey, baby, how you doing? <laughs> I mean, in that world, you're almost down to just marry a zombie because there is nobody. Dude, oh, freak, you <laughs> know what we haven't talked about? This is huge development. I don't know why I haven't talked about this, but uh, freaking, uh, I can't even think of her name. Glenn's wife Maggie. is pregnant. 
Maggie, dude, I'm so tired. I've been going since like six o'clock today. I'm exhausted, but yeah, Maggie's pregnant. I know. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's, that's, oh man. I was so happy to hear that Glenn actually knew about it. You know, when he brought that up to um, Enid, I was like, oh good. He knew. But at the same well, time, I'm like, man, another baby, that's going to be even more dangerous for them. Yeah. I guess it makes sense, though, because you remember in the first episode, uh, or maybe it was the second, when they split off of the group, and he was mm-hmm. telling them that he had to get back? Yeah. Because he knew he was going to have a little little baby. A little devil? Little baby. <laughs> oh, I hope it's not a devil. <laughs> yeah. I'll add a whole other layer to this. Yeah, no, like, what if, what if, like, you know, the, again, I was rewatching season three when they're in the prison and whatever, and mm-hmm. Lori was freaking out, thinking, what if the baby's stillborn since we're already infected? And oh, that'd be so horrifying. Tracks her up from the inside. What if that happens to Maggie? How awful would that be? Uh, I, mean, uh, a- I was just thinking, what if she, like, gets born and then, like, kills everybody, but that's about what you're going to say <laughs> Yeah, zombie baby is not something I want to picture. Ugh. Ugh. Inside of you, eating you from the inside, that's terrible. That'd suck. That would that would that would not be fun to watch. I'd probably cry a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But doesn't it have to like get some of the air or something first, which is not gonna get any air in there. I have, uh, I don't think they've established that it's airborne or anything like that. I it's kinda like I thought they did yeah, at one point because it seemed like probably, stuff kept it's happening. It's airborne, per se, but it, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Well, it can't be, I guess, because there's. I don't know. Fly. It is airborne. I mean, the baby's inside of the mom. You know, I figured probably somehow come in contact and get infected itself, but I don't know. I mean, let's just assume that this baby doesn't become stillborn because that would be awful. Do you think that would be considered crossing a line if they showed a baby that was zombified? Yeah, I think it would. I think I think at that point they could not get away with showing it on television. And I think um I think they'd be crossing all kinds of lines because you know, especially with like uh the whole abortion deal going on. Mm-hmm. And are you talking about that? I'm pretty sure if they showed a stillborn baby as a zombie eating its mother, then that would just that would cause all that would cause way too many problems. So I don't see them doing that. Well, is it because because the only thing I can think of why that'd be an issue is because it would mean that she probably killed the baby. You mean? No, it's just it's insensitive. You know, it's um, it's morbid and. It, it's one thing for us to talk about like cannibalism where you're hurting an adult, but when it's something that is seen as innocent, like a child consuming someone that is supposed to take care of them, like a mother, it's more horrific <sighs> and traumatizing for an audience, quite frankly. Yeah, but the, I mean, you're talking about the show that smears like guts all over the faces and stuff. Yeah, yeah but this, people this, have been desensitized to that. That's a whole new level of wrong, though, Chris. Like, that's yeah. just, there's no way they do that. I mean, you think about it, if you think about all the, like, zombie <laughs> you remember, like, in the first episode or whatever, or maybe second episode, but anyways, Rick comes across the little zombie girl when he's getting gas or whatever. Yeah. That was the only child that I can think of that was uh, a Sophia. Walker. Sophia was Sophia another one. Too. That's true. Sophia oh, was so the fact that they'd have to kill a baby is what you're... 
Because they'd have yeah. to kill the zombie that's a baby. Yeah, well, that's what you're it, talking about. Hurting adults is different than hurting children on a show, you know? Yeah. Okay, I, I follow I just don't mean. think they could get away with... I don't think they could get away with that on television. That That's like rated R movie stuff. I don't think they could get away with that. Yeah. Oh, okay. If they do, it's going to make cinema history and a yeah. lot of enemies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's going to be... AMC might get their studio burned down if they do that, so... I'm, yeah. I guess the way that I would look at it, which, although I don't want to get hate mail, so maybe <laughs> I can say this, but I would look at it as them pushing the boundaries. Like, they want to do something on extreme, because it, it seems like that's kind of what they do. Well, or the whole Eddie, show is... Which is I mean, what you're saying. The whole show is but, extreme. Huh? I was just saying the whole show is pretty extreme. I just think, I just think, I understand what you're trying to say, Chris, that they want to, you know, just, I mean, top it out, make it as just <laughs> extreme and crazy and violent as they can get it. But I, I do think even in a zombie, even on a show, because it's a TV show, it's not real life, obviously, but it's a right. TV show and you're showing an audience and there's people watching. And I think that, even for a show like The Walking Dead, there's a line that cannot be crossed. And I yeah, think I mean... That's behind that line. I don't think you can cross that. Well, well the freaking Carolina point, Panthers have mom sending in hate mail or whatever because he dances when he does a touchdown. So, I mean, I think, of course, they're going to get some kind of, you know, flashback. And it's probably better just to stay away from it, like you're saying. But I think it's, that'd get such a big backlash. Like, there'd be... there That show would be, like, in hot water to the point of they'd be trying to, like, People would be trying to get it canceled, and that's obviously yeah. not what they want. And that's not. I don't what even know if I could watch it if they did yeah. something like that. You know, like there, uh, sure, there's the there's the whole like exploring the whole what if, you know, what would you do kind of situation. They're really big on that, but uh, <laughs> some traumas are just not like not something we should expose because like kids watch this show, whether or not they're supposed to, they do, and so you have to be careful what you put on on it, the air, and I don't think that they could get away with doing something that bad, you know? Wait, 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 wait. Carol killed a, um, didn't she kill a baby too or something like that? Well, I know no. she killed that little girl. Remember she killed that little girl? Oh, Lizzie? Be a problem for everybody. Yeah, but that was a mercy killing, and it was done in a humane way. It wasn't torturous, whereas... She was still alive, didn't she, like, yeah, just kill her because she killed the other girl? Yeah, but she wasn't, a, like, she shot her in the back of the head. Like, Lizzie didn't even know that it was happening. And it's it not like they showed her. It's, it's the like zombie's not going to know. Like she already turned. Brain, brain's blown out and stuff. Yeah. It's like, you couldn't, you couldn't do the whole stillborn baby thing. To me, that's worse. If you kill someone that's still human, baby or child, to me, that would be worse. Would she kill the child? But I, I agree with uh, Christina that that, is, that was a mercy killing more than anything. Yeah, they they don't have the... Okay, so I'm going to get all psychological on you because that's kind of who I am. Um, the thing is, they don't have any treatment for someone who is a psychopath, which is she was showing symptoms of that. Um, they don't have any way of helping her live a normal life. She's a danger to herself and other people. Um, there's right, just no right. kind of life for her in that world, and so it was right. actually the best course of action for Carol to do. I mean, she's honestly running around trying to befriend zombies. She 
kill her sister in hopes of her coming back as a walker, befriending said walker, and then proving that it could be done. And obviously it couldn't be done. So she was too crazy. I mean, if you were if you were so horrified that you just did nothing but hide, but you could not bring yourself to freaking come in contact with walkers, like you wanted to dig a hole in the ground and stay there, that's one thing. But when the character is trying to literally befriend things with no brains, just trying to eat you, I mean, it was it. It had to be done. I mean, they had to off yeah, the kid. That's true. And they did, yeah. it, they did it the right way. It was. She chose zombies over humans. You know, like yeah. getting angry at Carol for killing Walker was proof enough that she would make the wrong decision time and time again with her current state of yeah. mind. I, I, I agree with you that they should for the other group or for the main group as a whole. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I agree with you that they shouldn't do the the baby thing. I just think that if something's already turned to a zombie, you know, in my eyes, it's still a little, little bit better. I know they had to kill that one girl, but I'm just saying something's already a zombie. Subjects, because I feel like uh, we got to move on because it's getting. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, we should. Um, all right. Anyone got anything else? <laughs> I ain't got nothing necessarily right now. All right. Let me see. I still got, I think I still have another question. Oh, do you think that the leader lady, I mean, she had to have a bunch of ammo, of course, but uh, do you think there's some way she climbs out a window or does something? Survives? She's she's already bit. She's not going to do nothing. Yeah, I think the reason she started shooting instead of shooting herself um, was because she realized she was going to die anyway, but there was still a way that she could have meaning in her life by taking out a few and making their way easier. That's at least how I saw it. I mean, it'd be one thing if she pulled back a Glenn and didn't get bit and slid under the bed or something, but considering she was already bit, and not only was she bit, she was in the later stages of it. I mean, she was definitely looked fevered and everything so mm-hmm. uh, she's already bit there was there'd have been no reason for her to escape because obviously she escapes and for one wh- what are you going to go do i mean the whole town the whole deal of alexandria is just flooded with zombies which speaking of i'm i'll be curious to see what they do next with all that but we'll see when that comes out but uh so no i don't see her trying to survive it I figured that was the end of Deanna, which it was a good death. I liked it. I thought it was a cool scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, you got anything else, Christina? No, not really. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just basically going to let anyone know that um, watches this, that Christina will be joining us on some shows, and Hayden will be joining us. And this is basically the... Um, intro to both of you guys. That's just why I wanted to point that out. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been the Hobby Collision uh, Walking Dead show. And thank you everybody for watching. Cut the